Welcome to Tickle.Life's podcast, and I'm your host, Gaia Morissette. And we started Tickle.Life's podcast because we wanted to normalize sex. We wanted to have everybody be able to feel like sex is safe, sex is healthy, sex is normal. And sex can even be playful and fun. So throughout the episode, throughout the show, you might hear us laughing, you might hear us giggling. That's a good sign. That means we feel good about what we're talking about and sexuality. And we lovingly invite you to join us in those feelings. So my guest today, which I'm super, super stoked and excited Mm -hmm. to have a conversation with, um, we are going to talk about opening up their relationship having a conversation with their husband about how do we open up our relationship going from monogamy to non-monogamy. And I'm going to let my guest introduce and pronounce her name right because I'm horrible with the pronunciation of people's names. So my wonderful guest, how do we say your name? Who are you and why do you show up in the world? Uh, It's an easy name. It's Taylor Sparks, as in sparks up your life. Nice. <laughs> and some people also call me Mariposa. Nice. And, mm-hmm. and what, what do you do in the world? I am an erotic educator and sex goddess for my site, organiclovin.com. And um, um, Organic Lovin specializes in... Okay, wait, wait, wait. Uh, we're going to get into that juice okay. stuff. At okay. the end, I promise. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Every, Perfect. Right? okay. So first question I want to ask you is what is your superpower? I'm a sex goddess. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that is my superpower. I am a sex goddess. And what does that mean when you say you're a sex a, goddess? A sex goddess is a woman who enjoys every single aspect about sex even the things that she does not indulge in. She believes that sex is healing on both the giving and receiving side. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Okay. My superpower is also sex, sex goddess. But I would say one of my other superpowers, I have many of them. Mm. One of my other superpowers would have to be inspiration, the ability to inspire others around me. Wonderful. I like that. Okay, so tell me about, let's talk about your story. So where so, are we starting? Well, uh, 12 years into the marriage. So okay. I was married uh, at, at this point, I'm about to tell you the story. We had been married 12 years monogamously. Everything was fine and wonderful and great. We had moved from Massachusetts down to North Carolina and um, had a horrific transition. You know, his mom passed, jobs were terrible, we ran out of money, yada, yada, yada. Then we got back on our feet after a few years and money was doing well. And a group in North Carolina, somehow I found them on Facebook or something, was going to Hedonism Resort in the Grill, mm. Jamaica. And I had heard all the stories about Hedo. Okay, so let's, let's take a moment for our audience <laughs> um, to understand that Hedo in Jamaica Mm -hmm. is an alternative lifestyle. There's many different types of lifestyles that participate at Hedo, but it's an alternative lifestyle. Yes. Swinging, open, open sexuality, nudism, BDSM, gay, all the things. It's a very open, 
free experience. Okay. Continue. Exactly. And they have a nude side and a prude side. The prude side is where you wear your bathing suit. The nude side is where you wear nothing. Yes. So I had always heard about it, never could afford to go. And now we were at the point where we had the money. I said, we should go. And my husband was like, we're not, we're, we're not like those people. We're not going down there because all the stories he heard were from single men who had went down there. They were talking about the blowjob, you know, uh, competitions and the eating pussy comp. They were like, oh, no, 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 we're not doing that. But I wanted to go. I'm like, we've been raising these kids. We don't do anything. I want to go. And we fought about this. Why Why did did I want to go? Because because I I think with all the struggles we have been going through, financially and the move and the raise of the kids and being locked down with the kids, so to speak. I think we had disconnected. And I thought, what a better place to go to reconnect than someplace where everybody's kind of open and free and some people sexually free. Not that we were looking to do anything with anyone else, but I just wanted to go someplace free. And that if I decide to have sex with my husband on the beach, nobody would be disgusted. They'd be like, yes, we give that a 9.5. Yeah. <laughs> and we argued about this for three months. And I finally said to him, you know what? Uh, if you're worried about what's going to happen to me there with you there, he thought some guy was just going to tap me on the shoulder and I was just going to go, I'm sorry, baby. He, he wants to have sex with me. I have to go. Like I was just going to be out of some kind of control. I said, if you're worried about what's going to happen with me there, how are you going to feel when I leave your ass right here with these kids? in Fuquay Arena, North Carolina, because don't act like I don't have access to my own money. I work too, you know. And I called the travel agent and I booked myself a ticket without him. Wow. <laughs> well, needless to say, his passport, because he didn't have a passport, came in the day before the trip. He was like, you're not going without me, but we are not going to the nude side. Fine, we don't gotta go to the nude side. I called the people said, change our room back to the fruit side. I had put us on the nude side, <laughs> put us back in the fruit side. We are not associating with these people. Fine, fine. I just want to go, but I'm going to the nude side. I want to know what it's like, right? So we get there. The first couple we meet are longtime married couples that were swingers in the lifestyle. Yes. Start talking to them. Okay, so hold on for a second. I got a teachable moment for our audience. Okay. Yes. So swingers are people that have sex with their partner and another couple, or they might swing separately from each other. There's many different versions of that. Mm -hmm. Um, It's also known as the lifestyle, but there's many Mm -hmm. lifestyles. There's many lifestyles. So, so anyway, so our audience now understands that it's, and it's consensual. So it's not cheating. It's all above board. Okay. Back to you. (laughs) <laughs> yes, and I want to. I want to also add part of that definition. You are correct. Are people who are in the swinging lifestyle are physically non-monogamous but emotionally monogamous? So they're really not always, though. Well, for those some who swing and poly, not always, but those who consider themselves just swingers and, and the lifestyle, they are emotionally not. They may not think they're not emotionally non-connected, but their 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 processes. We're just going to physically have sex and not get emotionally connected. But you do end up building a, a great friendship along the way a lot of times, but they're like, no, we don't, you know. Yes. We don't right. do that. But yeah. Okay. But so they fall to the party. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we check in and, you know, we meet this couple and then, you know, we, we get our, finally get to our room and we're on the nude side. 
And my husband is like, I told you I didn't want to be on this side. I said, no, no, don't worry, because I don't want to fight. We ain't, we ain't been on vacation in seven years. I, I don't want to fight. But as soon as we check in, they're going to, well, we're going to call the front desk and ask them to move us to the other side. Mm-hmm. We get in the bell, and we're on the second floor on the ocean view. He opens up the curtains and laying right below our window with two beautiful naked sisters, black women. And my husband looked at him and went, well, uh, you know, we know we, we, don't, we don't have to. No, 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 no. You said we wanted to. <laughs> well, no, I, I, I don't have to move. I, I can just, I don't have to go to this side. I'm like, oh, now you want to stay on the new side. <laughs> anyway, long story short, we went from not going to going, to going to not staying on the nude side, to staying on the nude side and him getting naked. And then I had to fight to make him put clothes on to go have dinner because the restaurants and everything on the fruit side, I'm like, well, why can't we eat here? Cause I'm not gonna eat hamburgers all day. I, we, we gotta go have dinner, dinner, put on some clothes. So that was our introduction to uh, an open lifestyle, alternative lifestyle resort. And then we met all these people who were swinging and this, that, and the other. And then we decided, you know, we weren't, we weren't ready for that. We didn't mm-hmm. want to swing and have sex with, with others in, in that way. Although I was very interested in seeing him with another woman. I thought it would be a great turn on. So we go home and I started looking on the internet. Actually, okay, hold on. I got I have, yeah. I have a couple questions. So yes. um, was there any jealousy that was happening? So as your yeah. husband made that transition from like, I don't want to be here, blah, 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 like all the things to like, his, let's, let's talk a little bit about his transition. Like, how did he go from that, that place of like, this is like a hard no to like, now well, once, he you're saw already, the, uh, once he saw the naked women, he was like, thank you. Thank you. I'm like, yeah, you, you, you have another scene of naked women in liberty, except for porn, you know? <laughs> so now that all these beautiful naked women are running around and, and he was just like, he just kind of stopped worrying about me. He was so busy just with an eyeful and he was just like, thank you. But we've never had a jealous relationship, even in monogamy. I never, because we were in our thirties when we got married. So I never was like, you got to come home at a certain hour. I, I'm not concerned where you are. Because I told him right in the beginning of our marriage, if you have any extra time, any extra energy, and any extra money, you go ahead and do whatever the hell you think you need to do. Mm-hmm. But you're an adult, you know, and I expect you to act like an adult. We have a family and marriage. If you bring me home so much as the common cold, I'm going to kill you in your sleep, but you have fun. <laughs> so be responsible. If you're out drinking with the fellas, and you've had too much to drink, don't drive home drunk. Stay where you are. You can just call and say, babe, I'm gonna stay at, you know, Bob's house. You know, I think sometimes we get concerned that our partner is out late and they could be cheating because they're out Yeah, 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 yeah. Come back to the I statement. Yeah, well, it is an I statement. It was never my, it was never my concern because people, people will cheat at any time of the fucking day. It has nothing to do with night or day or anything. So that was always my thought process. I'm not going to be concerned about where you are during the day or night or whatever. Because if you're going to do it, you're going to do it. Beautiful. Okay. You know what so, I mean? So, but that, so you, that wasn't the case. <laughs> which is beautiful. So you came, yeah. so you come back. So we ha- come, so we come back and I started looking into the swinging thing. I started kind of, you know, yep. going through the internet. And what happened was I was actually looking up a story on Will and Jada Smith regarding them investing in their company, Carol's Daughter, and up popped these articles on their open marriage. 
Mm. So then I Googled the benefits of an open marriage. Mm-hmm. And up popped an article that was written by a husband from the husband's perspective. And how him and his wife were um, not equally matched with regards to their sex drive, you know, yeah. or sexual pursuits, however you want to call it, um, where she was more highly sexual than, than he was. And that was a has been a challenge for them. And he talked about how they opened the marriage. And I thought it was brilliant. So my husband came home from work. And I'm like, go to the computer. There's, a, there's an article I think you should read. Like, he's like, now? Like, today, tonight. You need to read it tonight. And we need to talk about this. So he read the article and I said, what do you think? I think we should do this instead of the swinging thing. So in the example of their open marriage, they did everything separately. Mm-hmm. They were not swinging and swapping with couples or having um, threesomes with you know another woman or another man. They were doing everything completely separately and they had their own rules and boundaries. So that's what I suggested that we do. Because we were both traveling for work at that time, mm-hmm. you know, so, out of state. So what did, how is his, what was his response? What, 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 he, thought, what he thought it was some kind of trap. <laughs> 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 You're trying to get me to confess that I want to have sex with other women. I, I'm not following this shit. I, 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 no, of course I don't want to have sex with other You are the love of my life. Why? I, I've never looked at another woman ever since we got married. <laughs> so I'm like, this could be good. This could be, you know. We will we'll set up our own rules, you know, we'll do it our way. And um, we did. And our boundaries at the beginning were. Before before we get into the boundaries. So, yes. So how did the shift happen between him thinking you're tricking him to. We just kept talking. Because the part of the conversation from him was, well, what are you going to do? I'm, I'm going to have sex with guys. Mm-hmm. He was like, no. I mean, what do you mean? No. He's like, I don't want you having sex with other, with other men. I'm like, but you want to have sex with the women? Well, if you're saying I can, yes. I'm like, well, if you're fucking, I'm fucking, or nobody's fucking. Mm-hmm. So, I, well, what about women? I, I don't do women. Mm-hmm. I, I want men. I like dick. <laughs> so, so how long did that process of talking about and negotiating and coming to the place that we were going to do it? Yeah. Oh, I negotiated that shit right there, right then and there that night. We we was we set up all about everything. I mean, what, what's to think about? You we're either doing it or not doing it. I, I, you know, let's just set up our rules and regulations and our boundaries. You know, what, what's to think about? I mean, it's going to be some time before we find somebody to do this with anyway. I mean, we, who we're we gonna do it with? So we can, if you you know, if we have questions before we have that, you know, first intimate interaction. You know, we can talk about it then, but let's set it up now. What do, I, I'm a let's do it now, girl. I make decisions very quickly. And mm-hmm. he does. He tends to. He's a little slower than me, but I'm like, let's do it. I've done the research. <laughs> <laughs> so what boundaries did you choose? Oh, God, girl. Um, no family, no friends, no co-workers, no hotel staff, because we don't want to get them fired. Uh, nobody in the entire state of North Carolina. Not just the city we lived in. The whole state was off limits, right? Okay, yep. Um, uh, um, always be safe, right? Mm-hmm. So we would always tell each other where we were and who we were with, and preferably before we met with anybody. Um, but if, if, a, if a unique situation came up and it was like, hey, 
I'm, I met with so-and-so, we're going to go to a club, then let me know when you get home or back to the hotel safely. Not home because nobody ever at the house because we still had kids at home. Um, and nobody was to know except the other people that we knew in the lifestyle. We could talk to those people because we had met them ahead of time. So those were the boundaries. And I can say now, after 25 years of marriage, our boundaries now are uh, no children, no animals. <laughs> That's pretty much it. All the other fucking boundaries are out the window. No children, no animals. That, that's pretty much it. <laughs> nice. And, and how long, like through that process, that transition, was there stumbling blocks? Were there fights? Were there insecurities? Like all the things that often come up for people. Did you guys struggle with any of those things? Well, the, the, the struggle part, if, if, if you want to call it a struggle, is that we did the open marriage first, so we did everything separately. But we would like go to swingers events and parties and stuff like that. But my husband was like, I don't wanna see you with another man. And he was, it's not so much I don't wanna see you, I don't want to hear you mm. with another man. No one else should be able to make you make those sounds but me. And which, which is true because you, you then discover you make different sounds with different people because they're doing different things to you. So that was almost two years before we literally had our first um, soft swap, full, so full swap with another couple, which was at like a party. So, um, and then he realized, oh, everything is different. And we kind of never went back from there, but we just kind of dabbled here and there separately and at parties separately. And which was fine because it'd be like, hey, I'm, I'm at, Chica, and I'm going over to have sex with Chica. I'm like, okay. One of our other boundaries also was um, we had a time limit, no more than an hour. So if you couldn't get it, if you couldn't get it done in an hour, then you probably shouldn't be doing it. Mm-hmm. Which now is also ridiculous. So it's like, <laughs> why are you putting time? You know, you ever meet somebody? If you're for those who've ever been in the lifestyle of swinging, and you're like, ah. Oh, well, there's 10 minutes of my life. I'll never get back. And then, you know, there's someone else you meet and you're three hours in, you're like, this is fucking amazing. So time limits are also ridiculous, you know. So what was the, what would be the one thing that you know now that you would have mm. told yourself back then? Uh, time limits are ridiculous. Okay. Time, time, time limits are ridiculous. Um, you want, if, if you are in a, uh, you know, while, while in, a, in, a, in a relationship, I wanted my husband to, to have all the enjoyment he wanted to have. Mm-hmm. And I shouldn't have to kind of stand over him and limit how much enjoyment he has. I have to trust that, you know, he's, he's going to come back. Mm-hmm. And, and what I discovered along the way is, because one of the things when you talk about the insecurities, one of the insecurities we have, especially for those of us, because I've since transitioned into polyamory and kink, as well as swinging, I'm one of those multifaceted, I just like everything, hence the sex goddess. Sex goddess, yeah. 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 Um, you know, one of the insecurities that we have as we try as swingers to keep our emotions out of it is that somebody's going to take my husband. Mm-hmm. And what if, what if he falls in love with that girl? And what am I going to do if, and then I've come to realize, you know, you, you can't steal somebody that don't want to, that don't want to, you can't, no one can steal somebody that don't want to go. Mm-hmm. And just the opposite side of that, I can't make somebody stay that's ready to leave. Mm-hmm. There's nothing I can do if he wants to go. All the crying and screaming, because I've met, we've met, I've met people, we've seen on the news, 
men who've had mistresses for 20 years. <laughs> and she's like, leave your man. He should leave your woman. No, he's got kids with her, but he won't leave. He's like, I love you. I love We've seen women eight months pregnant walk out on the man. So I had to, we both ended up letting that go. We had to let that go and not be concerned that we were going to leave each other because somebody spent more than one hour with my partner or me with me with somebody else. So that was, you know, if, if that was the insecurity that we both kind of shared. But in the, another thing, if I can just say real quickly, is um, use, using our words, being truthful, you know, mm -hmm. because I don't want to hurt, I, you know, I don't want to hurt my, my, my husband by saying, oh my God, the sex I had with Chico was so fucking hot. Oh, I don't want him to feel bad because I thoroughly enjoyed that fucking hour, two hours, oh, whatever it was. So you, I, you know, I would play it down. Oh, you know, it was okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. No, I mean, you know, it wasn't you, babe. Yeah, it wasn't you. You know, I love you. But every encounter, every excursion, we used to call them excursions, that I had was completely different. It, was, it would never be him. It was a mm -hmm. moment in time. And I, did, I had no less love for him even if I spent an entire night with Chico. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was something that we learned to, you know, to be honest about the sex we were enjoying and that it was okay to enjoy it, you know, mm -hmm. and not try to make each other feel bad because you did what? what? What do you mean you, you, you had, and you don't even like anal sex. What do you mean you had anal sex with her? You know? <laughs> Yeah, all those things. And it's so freeing and liberating to let go of those pieces, you know? Yeah, it so, was. It was good for, for us. So living, what would you say has changed your marriage? Like, how did it change your marriage? Not on just the logistic sex side, but did it change your marriage in other ways? Did you, did you ever notice anything shifting or changing in other ways in which you interacted and engaged with each other? Yes, um, communication, clearly. You, uh, you have to learn to use your words even more so when your marriage is open or if you're in any type of alternative lifestyle, I don't care if it's gang or whatever. I, I had to learn to say my truth. I had to learn to tell him, this is what I want. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm going to fuck Chico and Miguel at mm -hmm. the same time. Mm -hmm. You know, and no, I don't want you there. Mm -hmm. Or I want to see you, I want to see you fuck Chicha. Mm -hmm. and, Chica. <laughs> and I just want to sit in the corner with my tequila and watch you just indulge. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the, one of the, not rules or I'm not, rules are such a strong word, but I'm going to say rules, too strong of a word. One of the things, one of the agreements we had was um, just because, you know, he or I had an emotion didn't mean we had to act upon it right then and there. Mm -hmm. So sometimes, you know, you don't know you're going to get a trigger, you know, like when I saw him with a white woman for the first time, I was like, um, wait a minute. Now, I, I know he'd been with white women. I've been with white men, but uh, uh, mm, this, it was fun for the first 10 minutes, 30 minutes in, I'm like, I don't think I like this shit, mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. but I didn't want to interrupt him because I had already made the agreement. So yeah. why am I gonna? So I had to, I had to hold on to myself until everything was over, and then you know he's laying there in this bliss, and I didn't want to like, 
what the fuck? I can't believe. So I'm like, I had to wait till the morning. Mm. And then in the morning, I'm like, morning. Did you have fun last night, honey? Oh my God, baby. Yes, you see, I wait. I fucked this girl. It was great. Yeah. So I, I'd like to talk about something. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you can't do that anymore. I can't do what anymore? You, you can't fuck white women anymore. What do you mean I can't fuck? What, what happened? You, you said it. I was like, no, no, no. It's not you. I recognize this is my problem. This is my issue. Mm-hmm. I have a challenge with you. Fucking white. I, I don't like it. It's two mendingo slave mistress shit. I don't like it. He was like, but I don't understand what I did wrong. You did nothing wrong. I don't like the feeling I get watching you. And, and second of all, because then I went on the roll. And second of all, I didn't even know you could fuck that long. <laughs> Since when did you get all this stamina for Becky? You know, for the Karens in the world. I, girl, I, I was just off the deep end. He was smart enough to realize that it was just my emotion. Yeah. And so he said, so I can still fuck black women. Yes. I can fuck Latinas. Yeah, of course. Asian women. Yes. Indian, Native American. Yes. He said, I'm good. And for the next year, he never looked at a white woman. <laughs> he didn't ask. He didn't, not that he never looked at one, but he never said, hey, babe, I want to get with Becky. He left it alone. Mm-hmm. And then I realized I needed to get over it myself. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, this is my issue, not yours. I need to stop. This is being ridiculous. All pussies pink. <laughs> <laughs> the inside so the next time we went to an event I'm like okay when you find whoever I'm just gonna come and watch and see how I feel but I think I'm good and I did and and he did and I was fine and it was never an issue again but it it took a minute Mm -hmm. yeah so those are some of the things you know I kind of learned along the way and he learned along the way and uh, but the communication just talking about stuff and realizing that you know. And and it's so beautiful. I just want to take a moment to say how beautiful it was for being able to like check in with yourself in that gotcha. moment and to gotcha. be like, it's yeah. like say, okay, this is mine and not yours. Yeah. And this is what I need while I'm figuring this out is different, yeah. which is a very different place than it's your fault. You need to fix it, blah, 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 right. in the lashing out piece. And so it's so beautiful to hear that story from that perspective of like you being able to be like, hey, I'm having some shit. Some shit's happening for me. I, you need to hold space for me right now. You, yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I don't care how crazy you think I am. You need to hold the space. Yeah. You know, but I also, oh, God, oh, I, this, this is my concept. It's called the new toy truck syndrome. Okay. All right. <laughs> so I see, I, I witnessed my, my husband and the guys I've been dating. Anytime they were having sex with a new girl, they reverted back to, to four-year-old boys with a new toy truck. Mm-hmm. Right. So when they got a new toy truck, they got to open the doors. Right. <laughs> Right. They got to check under the hood. They got to look in the trunk. And let's not forget that that new toy truck smell. And they are going to play with that truck until the fucking wheels fall off. And you're like, you don't play with me like that. They are playing because they don't think they might ever get a chance to play with that. That truck may live in fucking Spain. And they're and never gonna and they're never and gonna see that never gonna see that truck again. <laughs> and so I had to learn to like, oh, it's just a new toy truck syndrome. He'll get up off of her at some point because the opposite happens at some point. I'm the new toy truck and he's done. And I'm like, 
Sorry, babe. New toy truck. I'm sure we'll be done soon. Yes. Beautiful. <laughs> okay. So how can people spend more time with you? Like, wh- how can they spend more time learning, with hanging with you, hanging out with you um, and well, professionals? So this is where you get to drop into selling, promoting, doing all the things that are you in the world. That are me. Well, if they want to find me, I'm, I'm on my website and all social media at organiclovin, L-O-V-E-N, as in nancy.com. I also do Q&A sessions for individuals, couples, quads, you know, quads, <laughs> thruples, all of that. And a Q&A session is simply we book some time together. We can do a half an hour, an hour, as many sessions as you like. And you can ask me anything. Because a lot of times when we're transitioning into, and I'm 25 years married and been in the swinging lifestyle community for 12 years, polyamorous for seven and king for seven, not only personally involved in it, but also teach in those arenas. Um, when you're first transitioning, sometimes you're like, who am I going to talk to about these things and emotions? And sometimes you just have questions. Um, my website, organic, and I'm, I'm available for that. And then, of course, on my website, we specialize in improving adults' uh, sexual health and wellness um, through our organic intimate body products, um, body safe sex, sex toys, and our seminars. So we do live and virtual seminars as well. We're available for virtual seminars, but we specialize in organic products. So if you're not quite sure what product is best for you, we have over a thousand products on our site, over a hundred books on our site, on relationships, children, you know, sexual health and wellness, uh, sex and disability, sex positions, of course, masturbation, um, just uh, polyamory, kink. We've got, so I'm available for consults on what's the best toy for me or the best toy for my partner or the best strap one. I'm available for consults for that as well, all on organicloving.com. Beautiful, beautiful. Yay! Yay! So thanks for being on the show. Thanks for sharing Thank you so your adventure guys. with us. It's been fun. You know? I'm still adventuring, you know. <laughs> oh, good. So we can have more conversations about those adventures. <laughs> yes. Let's talk about, you know, my 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 trisexual trying all this. How many, how many times did you try it? Girl, like 12. <laughs> nice. nice. So, audience, thank you very much for spending time with us. Again, if you want to spend more time with me, you can find me at GaiaMorissette.com. That's my hub where you can find all the things. And don't forget to check out Tickle.life for all of your sexual wellness and education needs. And come play with me on My Orgasmic Life. Yes, you got another thing. Go, go. Almost, girl, I, we, have, we have our own plan. My- she just dawned on me. Sisters of Sexuality is a platform that specializes in sexual health and wellness, kingdom relationships, sistersofsexuality.com. And we also have our podcast as well. And would you need to come be on my podcast with me? I would love that. That would be beautiful. And yeah. what's the podcast name? Sisters of Sexuality, Five Shades of Clay. Ooh, I'm excited. Yes, definitely. We, I will come and play. <laughs> I want so, you. All right. So thank you very much. And uh until next show. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.